1960s. Young science fiction readers and writers were tired of the usual space travel and adventure tales. They yearned to read something that used what was happening around them, which was too edgy for the earlier science fiction readers. The earlier science fiction tended to be clean, very clean cut for young adult readers. The fiction of the new wave incorporated and even focused on the gritty parts of humanity that most people never saw or maybe they only read about in the scandal sheets. You know what I'm talking about. The drugs, crime, casual sex, corporate corporate malfeasance, dishonest governments. If it was bad and dirty, it'd show up in one of these, these science fiction novels. Many of them incorporated the promises of new computer technologies and how they would be used to improve the the human condition, make it faster, smarter, or more acute. Then these cybernetic tools would also be used for abuse and for retaliation to abuse. These high-tech, low-lifes, these punks, were put into enough stories that a new genre emerged called cyberpunk. These stories were more, most frequently took place on Earth and within our existing cities, painting a gritty near future of angry down-and-outers trying to get by in a world that was moving so fast that many were being left behind. Where earlier science fiction the Golden Age science fiction was about storytelling in a clear and simple language. Cyberpunk was a more about style in the wordplay, much more metaphor and advanced writing styles that were used in other literary uh, genres. Where Golden Age science fiction was easy for 12, 13, and 14 year olds to get into, Cyberpunk was written in a more advanced style with multiple points of view, knowledge of politics, an understanding and an, and an understanding of economy. Cyberpunk is science fiction for the political savvy reader who wanted to see something more complicated than adventure stories that ended with happy days. Bruce Sterling, Rudy Rucker, Philip K. Dick, Roger Zelazny, J.G. Ballard, Philip Jose Farmer, and Harlan Ellison were early successful writers in this new wave group. It was later, in the 1980s, when William Gibson's debut novel, Neuromancer, put cyberpunk on the map permanently. Neuromancer was a breakout success, meaning it was widely read by people who didn't normally pick up a science fiction book. It was a New York Times bestseller, and won the Triple Crown of Science Fiction Awards, the Hugo, the Nebula, and the P.K. Dick Award. Later, in 1992, Neil Stevenson published his own novel called Snow Crash, another breakout bestseller, which further cemented cyberpunk as a big deal. Hollywood was about 15 years later to the scene. Philip K. Dick's novel, Do Androids Dream of Electric Sheep, 
was released in 1982 as a movie called Blade Runner. And it's a popular early cyberpunk, cyberpunk film. Not the only one, but a very popular one. Recent films from the last two years are Blade Runner 2049, a sequel to the other Blade Runner, and Ghost in the Shell, and the series Altered Carbon. All of these mentioned movies were books as before they became movies. For example, Altered Carbon is by Richard K. Morgan, a, a series of books written in 2002. Where does cyberpunk go from here? As a written genre, it is an outdated genre, as the cyber and cyberpunk is less cutting edge than, say, biopunk. The millennial fan base has largely moved on to the more outlandish steampunk. And how can you blame them? Instead of the noir, cool, and tough, and leather, why not step out of the dark alley and into the sun in this Jules Vernean period of chaps and ladies decked out in brass, corsets, and steam technology. Next episode, we'll talk more about steampunk, when it came about, why it came about, and we'll highlight a few nice examples. This is Lancer Kine. Keep thinking about sci-fi.